0: how about them tunes how about them brownies welcome to your victory monday show we are talking browns browns and more browns as the browns that's right grounded those arizona cardinals on sunday get the big win get the big shutout 27 to nothing oh boy wasn't that great guys was that not just awesome You know, shutting them out first time since 2007, which if you go back, that was that game, the Blizzard Bowl, the uh, snow globe bowl uh, between the Cleveland Browns. Phil Dawson was amazing that day, kicking a couple field goals and helping them beat the Buffalo Bills in a game that was played in December of 2007. It has been that long. That's right. 16 seasons since the Browns recorded a shutout. On defense, congratulations to those Cleveland Browns. I was a little harsh on them in a recent article I wrote for Northeast Ohio Sports Insiders about the Brownies coming up, coming through in crunch time. Now, I would not say there was a lot of crunch time in yesterday's game when they eliminated limited the Cardinals to 58 yards of total offense, which they had 25 of that in the first drive and minimizing any sort of effort. Obviously they were going against a rookie quarterback from the Houston Cougars uh, in tune. His last name was tune. Uh, They did not do diddly squat. Browns had a heyday and did pretty much whatever they wanted. Had seven sacks. That's right. You heard me seven sacks. They recorded, let's see. um, They had three. That's right. Three turnovers. They had a, interception that included uh including an interception by denzel ward um a fumble recover by by miles garrett an interception by taki taki just some good time for the cleveland browns was down there at the stadium uh yesterday along with many of you and uh, it was a glorious day beautiful weather got you know we over uh dressed for the occasion but just just a good good time um we just you know you can't ask for much more from the cleveland browns right you know we've been very critical um and rightfully so uh over the last several weeks and you know all eyes yesterday were on uh they were all on deshaun watson we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse. Oh. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. You know how would he? How would he do with his shoulder? His um, shoulder injuries. You know how much of it was the physical uh, physical nature of the shoulder injury? How much was it uh, mental? a lot of us uh, that were being critical of him, you know, have been saying that you know maybe there is some uh, sort of uh, there is some uh, how how the mental side of it, you know, maybe some stage fright. And uh, you know, I thought yesterday it was it was interesting being there in person. And if you were at the game, or maybe you even heard it on, on the uh on the uh television, but there were a lot of uh, folks out there that simply were just being negative, and they started booing immediately when Deshaun threw his first incomplete pass. And there were a couple shaky passes where he threw them into the ground and they didn't look very um very very good. Um, and I it was a little, you know, a little nervous there, but again, it's the first or second uh possessions for the Brownies. And so you have to give the kid and, you know, the kid's still a kid. Everyone wants to crown the Sean Watson as this, you know, elite quarterback. And he has been elite, but he's been off. He hasn't played in two, three years. Then he suffers a shoulder injury. How much was it shoulder? How much was it mental? You know, we can continue to talk about it, but he got back at it. And, you know, he shut the Blue birds down that pass that he hit Amari Cooper in the first half. That really kind of got things going. It was a beautiful throw to the sideline. He he hit uh, Amari, kind of turning his back. Amari was able to turn around and run down the left sideline for a few more yards. Look from our angle, I was in the end zone, uh, with with a good view, and Amari might have had an opportunity to get in there, but you know, give give Cardinals some credit there. Uh, the second huge play that he made to Amari Cooper was in that late in that in the uh, third quarter. Just a beautiful. Majestic, just dumped that pass right over the defenders, right into the arms of Amari Cooper. Just awesome. Just an awesome play. And uh, anybody that has any, had any doubts, and, and me included, um, should look at that and, you know, be comfortable going forward. You know, and the fact, too, is that Deshaun took a lot of big hits, man. A lot of big hits. I don't know what you saw on the on the TVs again, but there were several hits that he took. Um, and he was kind of working his shoulder out throughout the uh, throughout the game. So obviously there is some physicality to that um, with whatever he's been dealing with, but certainly believe that he will be, he's on the mend. He, it was a kind of a good way to kind of get warmed up. We got a, Brown's got a big game coming up this Sunday against the Baltimore Ratbirds. Can't wait for that. But it is Victory Monday, folks. It's Victory Monday, and we should be celebrating. I know you have been, and uh, we have a lot to look forward to. Um, Steve Gill had his Dog Pound South podcast earlier today. Hopefully you got a chance to listen to that or tune in to our network on youtube or here on apple on spotify if you're listening to us listen to all of our shows we've got shows coming up by the left guard with the what the elf show he does a great segment on on ravens hate that you can't miss this week because we've got we're going to be playing the ravens we've got the village Elliot who's bringing his new show the oracle and the brownie axe and then rod bloom with the browns blitz plus i i do the johnny cleveland show uh that will be coming up uh shortly so all around just a great day. Hopefully you enjoyed uh, your day wherever you are. It's such a, such a, you know, it's Browns fans, you know, this, we cherish these moments. It's 17, 18 weeks during the heart of the fall and the winter that Browns fans unite Browns fans look forward to these victory Mondays. And let's be honest, we've been celebrating a lot more victory Mondays than we had in the past. And if you've been a lifelong fan like me, it's it's tough when these moments come and go and you go through these stretches where the team was, you know, one thirty-one and one, those are awful moments. And for you to pull through that as a fan and to continue to show your loyalty and follow this team, don't forget those moments because a lot of you, and maybe, maybe it's some of you younger fans who just don't appreciate what the Browns organization Browns are all about. And maybe that's why you, you have some, uh, you know you're you're quick to uh counter whatever is is happening especially with like their quarterback with deshaun um watson and such so um you know these things oh i've got a dog we've got a dog here dog alert yes we are the uh fanatical elves, and we do have dogs in our house here so let me do some adjusting here before our dog um gets to our Hold on one second. Okay, now we're back. Okay, so as I was saying, the uh, you know, as a fan, as a Browns fan, I hope that you take these victory Mondays and really appreciate um, and just soak it in because you're not always going to experience these. And uh, you know, hopefully, we get a lot more of these victory Mondays. It, you know, I it was interesting to hear the Village Elliot we were talking on the post game show the other day about things and he was talking about our, the opportunity for the Browns to go to win a championship and go to a Super bowl. And while he said that, you know, the percentages are less than 50%, which I agree, there's always that opportunity. And I think that's what draws us Browns fans. Obviously we are yearning for a championship for a Super bowl appearance for a Super bowl win. And we know that we have that opportunity now with Sean Watson and thus why we have these anxieties and stressors and wanting to see him uh, repeat kind of what he has shown over the years in the NFL. So I think that's part of the driving force. Um, But hopefully things work out. We've got a great game ahead against the Baltimore Ravens and an opportunity to get another win. You know, all four teams in the AFC North right now, all four teams are in the playoffs. If the playoffs were to start today, that doesn't happen very often. Will that continue as the season marches on? Hard to say. But the Browns are in control of their destiny. They can go out. They can play Baltimore in Baltimore. It's going to be a tough tough environment. Obviously, Baltimore has come into Cleveland and took it to us in that loss earlier in the season. But the circumstances are a little bit different. Our quarterback will be Deshaun Watson. And we have a growing and more confident team, a more growing and confident defense, and those things can help us. We've got Pittsburgh on the horizon, but let's stay focused one game at a time. Like coach Stefanski has said, and it's good that Stefanski is pointing that out. I haven't heard him say it a lot last year, but again, yesterday after the win, he started talking about the focus on that one win and that's, what's going to help drive this Browns team to another victory. And hopefully we get another victory Monday a week from tonight, but for tonight, celebrate everybody worldwide, nationwide Browns nation celebrate. It is Victory Monday. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Enjoy the rest of your week. And go Browns. Take care, everybody.